We're learning in the Rambam what's the din of a person who's mechuyev to get his knife and doesn't, or a person who was mechuyev not to get his knife and he did. And we saw that the Rambam is very much in both directions. Uh, if a person was not meant to get his knife and he did get his knife, the Rambam says that he's considered that he killed himself. If a person was mechuyev uh, to give up his life and he didn't, Mashmas the Rambam is, even though we can't punish him, but we don't, he's, it's, he was, it's considered he was over the Aver. Okay, so that's uh, the Shittis Rambam. And this, uh, what we saw also in the Rambam, and this, we have to learn what more to answer, but let's remind, ourselves, let's remind ourselves of the question, and that is, he doesn't bring the head of the Gemara. And the Gemara says that if a person didn't actively do the Aver, so then he's not going to give up his life. What the Gemara calls Karka which means in the, stage, in the case of personal passive, he, 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 the Avera was done to them. They weren't an active participant in the Avera. Um, so then, in a case like that, a person is not going to give his life. And it's a kashi, because the Gemara brings it as a rabbi. And normally he passed from that rabbi. So why wouldn't the Rambam bring such a tzad? He says, the first, not like that. One of the examples he said when a person is not going to his life is a case of a, a, a lady that a guy wants to do an Avera with her. He brings us a case that it would be Barabim or whatever the, would be, you know, wouldn't be the Hanaz Atz, would be the Hachis. So then it would be a case who's Mukhid Moes Nechash, and he doesn't bring this Eitz of Kargol. Why not? Now, so we're going to see still we have to learn two Malachs in the first, but there's already a discussion here, and that is does the Rambam argue with the application, or does the Rambam argue with the principle? And what I mean by that, there's a Halach in the, halach, a halach in the Torah, and that is a man's not allowed to cut off his pears, a man's not allowed to shave his beard. A lady, if she would, his does didn't don't apply to her. Bataki for Batash was not applied to a lady. So if a lady would go to a man and take and shave off his beard, she's not doing anything wrong. This doesn't apply to her. Is he doing something wrong? I said, I did nothing. I just, uh, it was done to me. I was the object. Another Gemara says that it's a problem. Because he's a Messiah. Pashas, he had to assist in, in activity. So even if he wasn't the one to wield the razor or to hold the scissors, but Lemaisa, he was. Uh, an accomplice to the Aver. And for a man it's also because since the Isra applies to him, so anything which would be in, without him preventing it being done would be considered the Isra too. So at least we see that such a Masaga, we don't necessarily say Karkoida, which means we don't necessarily say that if a person is not actively doing the Aver, it's being done to him, so then he's a potter. We see it's not true. He was, uh, we can say he's a Messiah. He was involved. Is it's brought down in Hilchus Shabbos, in another example, um, when it's talking about refuah and Shabbos. So if a person has a, a really bad toothache on Shabbos, so what he wants to do is he wants to get a goat to pull the tooth out. So the person says, awesome. Oh, the goat's pulling out the tooth, so we must say, him. So yeah, pulling the tooth out is, is the right of process. So even if a goat can do something, but the lion can pull out your tooth, is it something you say? Oh, I'm sitting quietly, whatever it is, but the fact that you kill a lion to do something to you, it's considered sometimes to be a Messiah also. And that's the case. The question is, where does the din of Karkoidim really apply? In other words, if, uh, if I was knocked unconscious and then uh, the guy decided to shave off my beard, then you can't call him a Messiah. I don't know what was going on. If I was, I was t- handcuffed and tied and I couldn't move, you can't call him a Messiah. I don't know what was going on. But any case which is less than that, if I wasn't fighting and screaming and trying to get away from the Avera, then maybe it's called being a Messiah. I'm allowing the person to the Avera without objecting. If that's the case, then the head of Karkoidim isn't so simple. Because the converse bit says, well, I'm, I'm just going to be passive, do what you like. It could be that it's uh, that also considered being Messiah to some extent. We have to see. 
Oh, so the question is, so, so what, what, what's the Ram's problem? Is the Ram's case that it's hard to find the case of, of, of Karaka Olam when a person, not being, when a person isn't Masayah, or does Ram argue with the Din, and he holds it's not a Pitur, even if a person wouldn't be, wouldn't be a called Masayah? Like I said, we have to see, because there's two Malachas where this applies. That's not the Gemara, right? Halacha and this was the case like this. And the question was when we have a, a, a group of Jews, and the Goyim say, Give us one of you, or we're going to kill everybody. What are we going to do? If we're going to do nothing, everyone's going to get killed. If we're going to volunteer somebody, then the rest of us will get saved. So what are we doing in such a case? So it's the Sefta, and that's the quotes. It's come out word for word. It says, Narachai, Nashim Sha'amr and Goyim. It's not only Achas Mikhaim and Atam Oisa. There's a group of women, the Goyim have captured them. They say, Give us one of you for Avera. They may have no time to them, or else we're going to take everybody. So can we. Can we make the cheshbon that rather one person uh, should uh, sh- should be used for a vera than everybody, or we can't do this? So the rach is They can't decide to give one of them, and therefore if the result's going to be that they're all going to get nitma, uh, then that's what's going to happen. The same thing a kohen would say. You know, there's a whole group of Jews that are captured. Give us one of you who we're going to kill, or else we're going to kill everybody. The same thing. Rather, they should all die, not, and they shouldn't volunteer somebody to die um, instead of everybody else. And the question is, what's the logic in it? What's the logic in it? Because on the one hand, we can think, practically, is the shadow of 100 people dying or one person dying? So why, 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 why should 100 people die? Why isn't it better than one person dies? So what, what would be the problem of volunteering somebody? And that is, the question is, well, how can we do that? How are we going to decide? How are we going to decide who, who we're going to, so to speak, uh, make the victim low carbon for everybody else? What if they did a lottery? So can we do a lottery? Is, is, is there any way we can make this decision? Or do you have to, in other words, the real location is to Paskini, and that is, is the problem that we can't decide? Or is the problem that even if we, that we can't give somebody to get killed, even if it means to save everybody else. But we can't use somebody as the way to save other people. And then the big question is, can the person volunteer themselves? And as I'm not giving somebody else, I'm giving myself. I'm willing to volunteer. I'm willing to volunteer to take the responsibility and get killed, and then everyone else is going to get saved. It's mutter to do that. Or this kind of the category we said before, that uh, what the Rambam says, if a person isn't allowed to give his life, and he does, so he's considered to kill himself. Or can a person like the Cheshman, Either I'm going to die. And either I'm going to die with another hundred people or I'm going to die by myself. So rather than that, I should die by myself and save everybody else, then we should all get killed together. Is, there, is there a person allowed to make a cheshman? So maybe I can't make a cheshman for somebody else's cheshman. I'll say, you know, if you died in all of us, maybe for myself I can't do that. Is that mutter that also? Now we get cases in the Gemara where that's what happens. We, and we have to see why the Ram doesn't bring this case. Because it's a case when the Gemara talks about. Uh, the Haruge Malchus, there's no one greater than them. And the Gemara talks of the two brothers called Lulianus and Papus. Lulianus and Papus. There were two Jewish brothers, even though they had Roman names. And what was the story of Lulianus and Papus? The story was that the Roman governor in the place was very much disliked by everybody. And somebody, uh, obviously in an act of defiance, killed the governor's daughter. No, it was. So he told the Jewish community, You find me the murderer, I'm going to kill everybody. I don't know if he knew it was a Jew. It wasn't a Jew. Yeshalal doesn't tell us who actually did do the murder. It doesn't make a difference. He threatened the Jewish community. If, unless you present the murder, I'm going to kill you all. So that's my Mishnah's case. 
give us give us one person, or we're going to kill everybody. So the Gemara says that these two brothers, Lilianus and Papas, volunteered. They didn't do it, but they decided on their own they're going to come to the emperor and confess, which they did, and uh, they came together. And that's the famous question: we do Why do they both come? And just one of you? Well, why should two people come? That's a well, it's a Yiddish question. But anyway, that's what happened. The two brothers came together. They said we were the ones who did it, and he, he killed them. He killed them, and it said there's the Jewish community. And the Gemara says that there's a special level of 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 in Shemaim for for saving everybody else. So we see a case like that: that somebody was willing to uh, offer himself, so to speak, instead of the whole tzibur, and it was, it was considered a tremendous matter, at least as far as the reward goes. And the question is, why is it matter? Well, what's the what, what, what's the cheshbon of it? When when's the person allowed to do that, so to speak, and to save other people? And this wasn't that was the case then, but it was, this wasn't an unusual thing. In the concentration camps, this happened very often. <coughs> Somebody did something, whoever it was, the, the Nazis didn't like, so they'd line everybody up and say, "Who was one who did it? Admit it. And if you don't, we're going to shoot you all." So is the person allowed to take responsibility, even if it wasn't him? Is that take responsibility because that way he'll be saving everybody else? As my Mishnah says, "Shaida." So we do have them, doesn't talk about the case, we have to explain why not. But he talks about the general thing. And that is if a going would say, either volunteer somebody, we're we killing everybody, then we can't volunteer somebody. We have to we can't we have to rather stand back and let them kill everybody rather than give them somebody else, so to speak, as the victim. But what I heard about this is that the, the next case. Where was this also in the gap? This was a shaila which it doesn't really have an answer. But I'll tell you the story historically, where this became a big discussion. We know that in the 1800s in Russia, it was called the Cantonist Decree. The, the Cantonist Decree. The Cantonist Decree was that every town had to furnish a number of votes to the Russian army. Right. Okay? So the soldiers come to town. So we need however many times they decided that that town had to give. 40 votes, 50 votes, whatever it's going to be. So what are we going to do? You can be moist and then voice. No, so what are you going to say? No, we don't, we'll help you. So they're just going to go around the streets, start grabbing whatever they could. Or, go to the orphanage. Or go to the orphanage. Or, or, and what are you meant to do? We meant to prevent them. We, we have to say, like, kill all of us. We don't, no, there's no way in the world we're going to let you take a child. Just stand back and hide and hope they don't catch you. I'm not the one they catch. Like, what, what, what's the response meant to be in such a case? And, uh, they, 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 and there wasn't really a good answer. There wasn't really a good answer. But are we allowed to offer them boys? No, that's for sure not. You can't be moist to somebody else. Did people do that? Unfortunately, yes, very often. And you can't really judge them, because everybody thought, I'm going to protect my children. So what do they used to do? They would go to the Russian office and bribe him. And say, yeah, I'll give you how much you don't take my son. Does that mean they're going to take somebody else? Yes. Is it worth it to do that? This is a very hard question to answer. But then you're giving over another kid? Is that the same thing? Is that the same thing? Is it the same thing as like saying, ensuring that someone else could take instead of me? As a way to protect myself, am I allowed to do that or not? But, now, but it wasn't just saying, give us a, some Jew. They decided who they wanted. And they said, give us that person. We want him. So either you give us him or we're going to kill everybody. Now it depends. There was a case in the Gemara where this was in the Gemara, in the Tanakh where this was in the Gemara. Sheva ben Bechri made rebellion against Lavin HaMelech. So David HaMelech sent the army to catch him, he was a married Malchus, and he hid in the city. So they besieged the city. So the people in the city said, why are you, why are you, we didn't do it here, we loyal to David. So they said, there's a traitor in the city, give him to us and we'll let you go, which is what they did. They killed him and they gave his body and then the army left the villa. 
So in a case like that where there is somebody who is Mukhuyiv Misa here, and then in a case like that, then yes, you can't endanger everybody else. We can give them over. But Even though that's Salah, we don't tell the people to do that. And we're going to see it's not so simple because in order to say someone's Chayiv Misa, it needs a basin to decide that. So maybe the other person decides to have a is a murder Malchus and he deserves to die. That's one story. But today, because the secular court decided that somebody here deserves to die, maybe they're wrong. And that's something we task in Halakha anyway. So it's not so simple to just because they think that they have the criminal that they're looking for here, that we can not give him over. And if he's not Chayiv Misa, even if they have a time and they're looking for him, if he's not Chayiv Misa, the same thing. We, even if they're looking for a specific person, we don't have the right to give them that person because uh, if, if Apia didn't, he's, he's innocent. So how can we get someone killed for nothing? And therefore, we have the same question. We have to take a, a passive approach and say we can't help you. You do what you want to do. So, so that's the Rambam. Again, it's that we asked two questions on the Rambam, and uh, this goes back to what we spoke about before and about Karka Elam. When's the adage of being passive good or not good? And that's the next week. And then the Rambam again, we'll see. I've had the acronym deal with both of these questions.